0: You You may not think that you know the poems of Jalal al-Din Rumi, the 12th century mystic Persian poet, but you've certainly heard the text, or you've heard or seen some artwork that was inspired by it, because he is by now one of the most popular poets on the planet, one of the most widely translated and disseminated poets of all time. Welcome to Relevant Tones, I'm Seth Bosted, and on today's program I'm going to be playing music by some of the many, many composers who have been, I think, deeply inspired by the words of Rumi. He's uh, really a, a very mystical, spiritual poet and somebody who makes seemingly everyday, ordinary things into something really quite special. The first composer I want to feature is the 20th century Polish composer, Karol Szymanowski. And especially his third symphony, which is inspired by this poem by Rumi called Song of the Night. I won't read the whole thing because it's pretty long, but I want to read you some of the highlights. And I think it's easy to see why this would have inspired a sensitive individual like Szymanowski. The poem begins, Oh, do not sleep, friend, through this night. You a soul while we are suffering through this night. Banish slumber from your eyes. The great secret is revealed in this night. And he says later, such a quiet, others sleep, I and God alone together in this night. And there are many things there, um, the, the silence, the, the the mystical idea that God is present. I also like that he's talking to his friend in the beginning, right? And then he says, I and God alone together in this night, as if he's seen God within his friend, which is very much a part of Sufi mysticism. And um, Rumi is, is kind of the father of Sufi mysticism. So I do think that that's a very valid thing in the poem. Then he says, if I slumbered until sunrise, I should never, never see this night again. And that's a, an old idea, that this, though this night is seemingly ordinary. We'll never experience this exact night again. It can only happen this one time. These small moments are very, very precious. The poem ends, he says, now a hero is your soul in this night. Silence binds my tongue with fetters, but I speak though tongueless in this night. So the night has power, he's able to speak even though silence has bound his tongue. Let's hear how Szymanowski was inspired by this poem. This is the first movement of his Symphony No. 3, the Vienna Philharmonic with Pierre Boulez conducting. We hear conductor Pierre Boulez, leading the Vienna Philharmonic in the first movement of Symphony No. 3 by Karol Szymanowski, and uh, that was inspired by a poem by Rumi. What a beautiful piece of music that is, and if you heard the poem in the beginning, you'll you'll know why. Uh, He's he's a deeply resonant poet, I think, somebody that that, uh, felt life each moment (laughs) very exquisitely. Another composer um, closer to our own era who was very inspired by Rumi is Augusta Reed Thomas. And she says in her program notes to this piece, When I read this beautiful poem by Rumi, written 900 years ago, all of it, but especially the last three lines, resonated deeply inside of me. I felt deeply compelled to set it as a song without words, trying to capture its intensely personal, fiery, honest meaning. What are those three lines that she read? They are, Stop the words now. Open the window in the center of your chest and let the spirits fly in and out. Let's have a listen to Rumi Settings by Augusta Reed Thomas. We're gonna hear two movements. This is for viola and violin, members of the Clisto ensemble performing. Two movements of the Rumi settings by Augusta Reed Thomas, performed there by Julian and Stefan Hirsch. Again, the lines that inspired her initially by Rumi were, Stop the words now. Open the window in the center of your chest and let the spirits fly in and out. Very indicative of the simple beauty of this great mystical poet. We may know the next composer from his virtual choral pieces, as he calls them, uh, the the choirs that he's put together through YouTube. I'm thinking of Eric Whitaker, who's done uh, such a remarkable job of bringing together so many people around the world. And so it's not surprising that he would be inspired by a poet like Rumi. And he set a, a poem called This Marriage. And he says in the very short program notes, "'This marriage is just a small and simple gift to my wife on the occasion of our seventh wedding anniversary.'" And it's a fairly simple wish that uh, a a marriage be filled with laughter and happiness. And I think that it shows that other side of Rumi, too, that he he can be so mystical and and, and kind of transcendental, but he can also have a a very simple message like that, too, that uh, you two are entering into this relationship. I hope it is filled with laughter and joy. Let's have a listen to Eric Whitaker's setting of this marriage. This is the Brigham Young University Choirs performing. That was the Brigham Young University Choir performing This Marriage by Eric Whitaker, a setting of a poem by the same name by Jalal al-Din Rumi, the Persian poet who I am featuring today on Relevant Tones, or rather, music inspired by his very universal messages of peace, hope, love, and laughter. Another composer very well known for writing for The Voice, but with a very different aesthetic, is David del Tredici. In his three baritone songs, the first song is a poem by Rumi called Quietness. Here is a very different uh, setting of Rumi. It's a lot more intimate. Um, it's an art song, one voice, one piano. And you're going to hear almost jazzy chords in the piano. There's a lot of seventh chords in the left hand that, that give it a, what we think of as a very jazzy sound. So d- very definitely a different setting. The poem is uh, Rumi in his classic uh, transcendental spiritual mode. i uh, just read a couple of lines here. He says, take an axe to the prison wall, escape. Walk out like someone suddenly born into color. Do it now. You're covered with thick clouds. Slide out the side. Die and be quiet. Quietness is the surest sign that you've died. Your old life was a frantic running from silence. Let's have a listen. This is David Del Tredici playing piano and Chris Pedro Tracas singing. (laughs) i <laughs> Quietness, by the ancient Sufi mystic Rumi, is a tiny poem exhorting the reader to follow a meditative path through surrender to ecstasy. Each line, haiku-like, reveals an insight. Some are paradoxical, others are profound. Was the liner notes by David Del Tredici to his song "Quietness" that we just heard the first of three baritone songs? That was Del Chodici himself playing the piano, and Chris Pedro Tracas singing baritone. I think that sums up Rumi in in general, really. Each line can be paradoxical, it can be profound. Sometimes he's just talking about simple joy. Other times he's saying something so profound it takes years to really let it hit you entirely. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. On today's program, I'm playing music inspired by the ancient Sufi mystic poet Jalal al-Din Rumi. You can find out more information about the program on our Facebook page or on our website at relevanttones.com. I'm featuring composers on today's program who were inspired by the great Persian Sufi mystic poet Rumi, and I hope from the little bit of poetry I've been able to read, you can see why. I think what fascinates me and perhaps so many others about Rumi is that you can definitely take the poems at surface value and get a lot out of them, but if you're able to go deeper, the poems are certainly able to go deeper, and there are just layers and layers of meaning. And I think that all the composers I'm playing today have definitely gone pretty deeply into these poems. The next music I want to play is by Christopher Theophanitis and he says that he came across Rumi while he was in Rome and uh, was blown away by the poetry and at the same exact time got a commission from Robert Spano and the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra to write something new. And so he wanted to write a big choral piece setting a lot of these poems and uh, Robert Spano being the ever adventurous person that he is uh, was up for the idea. And so he wrote a piece called The Here and Now, which is just a a title that he came up with that summarizes Rumi's philosophy. Each movement is the name of a different poem. We're going to hear the sound of the resurrection and drum sound rises. Here's a recording by the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra and Chorus with soloists Robert Spano conducting. Here and Now by Christopher Theophanitis performed by the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra and Chorus with soloists and Robert Spano conducting. We heard the sound of the resurrection and drum sound rises. I'm going to turn now to another piece by Theophanitis. The piece is called Messages to Myself and we're going to hear Kent Triddle leading Musica Sacra in the performance. Messages to Myself by Christopher Theophanitis, a very beautiful setting of a poem by Rumi. We heard Musica Sacra with Kent Triddle conducting. The last piece I want to feature is part of a really interesting project that the acapella vocal group Chanticleer did. They asked several composers to reimagine the Latin mass, so each composer did a different movement. And a Turkish-American composer, Kamran İnce, had what I think is a really interesting idea. Uh, the movement that he got was the Gloria, but instead of using the Latin text for the Gloria, he reimagined it with texts by Rumi, but still being true to the idea of the Gloria. You know, it's not that hard to find texts in Rumi that are for the glory of God. This is Chanticleer performing, Joseph Jennings conducting. I'm Gloria Everywhere by Kamran Inche, which was part of a piece called And on Earth, Peace, a Chanticleer Mass. This is uh, comprised of original compositions from five composers of uh, varied ethnic backgrounds asked by Chanticleer to kind of reimagine the Latin mass, uh, but in a multicultural format. What, what a great project that is. I want to read just a little bit of the notes uh, that Kamran Inche wrote about his piece. He says, In setting the poem I used of Rumi everywhere, I try to convey the strong yearning for God with searching lines, at times incomplete, breathless. For me, the following four lines from everywhere well represents the spirit of this mass. Muslims and Christians and Jews, raising their hands to the sky, their chanting voice in unison begins to arrive. It's amazing that Rumi wrote that in the 12th century. What a cosmopolitan spirit and something that we all, of course, hope comes true. Wonderful music from a, an incredible project by Chanticleer, the Gloria Everywhere by Kamran Inche. Rumi's poetry, with its seeming simplicity but deeper transcendental meaning, has inspired composers and other artists now for eight centuries. And I don't claim to know the future, but one thing I do feel quite comfortable saying is that Rumi's message of cultural unity, fighting joy in the small moments, and yearning for a deeper spirituality will continue to inspire composers, artists of all kinds, lovers of poetry, and seekers for centuries to come. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McCorders at WFMT. For more information about the program and the artists we've featured, you can find us on Facebook or visit our website at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of Grosvenor Capital Management, Carol Joins and Abby O'Neill, an anonymous donor, and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm your host, Seth Bosted, and thank you very much for listening.